You're listening to Kicking It with John and Greg. One's a real estate agent. Oh, man. We're definitely editing that out. The other is an all-world punter for your Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, you can. Why can't you say that? We'll just wait. We'll see. I think you can say that. I hope you can. Powered by Seahawks.com. Now you never know. Well, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I am sure. You never know until you know. Well, And I know. Welcome to another edition of Kicking It with John and Greg. I am your co-host, John Ryan, joined as always by my other co-host. Where's my co-host? My, my other co-host. The other co-host. Great. Do I? Are you introducing me? <laughs> Greg Woodman. Hey, all right. What's going on, man? Oh, you know, just a little this, little that. We've we've been we've been off the air for a bit. Yeah, it's been a been a while. Greg, Greg has had kind of one of the worst months. On recent record. I don't... Farmer's Element X is one of the worst <laughs> months on record. It's been a doozy. It's been a doozy. Oh, my God. Okay, so the last episode was about three or four weeks ago. Yeah. We talked about your father falling yeah. from some scaffolding at, at his work. workplace and yeah. being basically found laying on the ground. I mean, it's awful. Yeah. How is he doing? Let's he's, start with that. So he's he's good. He's healing up. He's uh, he's he's okay. Uh, the only thing he's been healing good. The only thing that's left is they're checking uh, his wrist to make sure it heals properly to see if they have to do surgery or not. Other than that, everything's coming back together. Uh, you know, he's, he feels like crap, but he's yeah. he's healing up. So that's that's like good news. So so after all that, this was like two weeks ago. We were gonna so. My uh, he was going to go down. We were taking him down to California. He's going to go stay with my sister, mm-hmm. um, who is able, who had like a uh, lives spare, in Ojai. who lives in Ojai, California. And uh, how so, far is that from LA? Uh, hour, or is this basically a suburb? Hour and fifteen minutes. So very close. <laughs> Based on traffic in that area, it's very close. So it's uh, it's uh, thirty minutes like uh, east of Ventura. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's not it's not too far. Yeah. Um, and so we took him down there on. We go down there on Wednesday. We're gonna stay for a week, and uh, so we're gonna go down there. My sister has an extra place where he can kind of heal up, and and that'll you know that just that way he can he can be in the sun and feel better. So we go down there. Plus, you know, she had had uh, a newborn, um, and I haven't gotten to meet my nephew yet. So it was kind of a trip to go do all of that, and um, yeah. So we go down there. And then on uh, Monday night, we are at our hotel room in Ojai, and the power goes out. And so I'm like, well, that's weird. And uh, the kids were in bed. It was about 10 o'clock at night. And uh, I text my sister because we were staying you know, in town, and she was just right down the street. I said, oh, our power went out. And she goes, yeah, ours too. And I said, okay, well, that's weird. And then she goes... Uh, well, you know, I'm, I wonder if it has anything to do with this fire. And I'm like, what fire are you talking about? And she goes, oh, there's a fire, but it's a long ways away. Um, she's like, I don't know if that, if you know, maybe it has something to do with that. And I was like, okay, well, weird. And so I just was like, I, I didn't think much of it. So uh, I, Aaron and all the kids are asleep, and I did, you know, I'm drinking a beer, and I'm sitting outside. And so I decided to go outside, and, and I'm kind of walking around as it's all dark everywhere. And I'm sitting there, and I, I just kind of see cars driving by all going the same way which it's, is probably not normal at that time of it's night it's monday in ojai there yeah. is nobody there nothing is open and 
I'm just sitting and I'm like, and it just keeps going. And I'm like, well, that's weird. And I'm like, so she said fire. Plus, I just kind of see all these cars at 10, 30, 11 at night. And so I'm like, huh. And then, then it dawns on me that uh, these are probably people who are leaving from the fire. I was like, you know, maybe it's a long ways away. And then I realized that right before we had had dinner, I decided to uh, not... Light a match and throw it in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) This is my confession. (laughs) I decided not to fill up of the tank of gas in our rental car. Oh, great. And I was on, like, light on E. But Ojai is so small that everything is, like, a half a mile away. And so I just kind of started to think. I was like, wait a minute. We have zero gas in our car. And so I go, okay, that's kind of... I'm like, all right, let's... No big deal. So I uh, I call down to the like next city down, which is just not too far away, and no answer. I'm like, okay, so they don't have power. And then I call the other way. They don't have power. And now I'm getting a little little worried. I talked yeah. to the, the, the manager at the hotel. I was like, yeah, so the fire's there. It's a long ways away, um, but it's from the fire. That's what knocked the power out. And I said, okay, well, that's fine. So I know that if I tell Aaron that there's a fire anywhere near us that like – she'll panic and right. you know and i and i don't want to scare her but and so i'm just sitting there and kind of taking it all in um and then the people who work at the hotel they're they're talking and and you know i hear them ask if people are wondering do we need to leave and they're like no it's so far away and then one person shows up and he goes yeah so i just heard that the fire got to some place i don't and all of a sudden the look in the other person's face i could tell by yeah. the look in their face that they're like oh that's a lot closer than I, yeah. We thought it was it's that same look when you had a little turbulence on a flight. You yeah. look at the flight attendant, and they're like totally cool. You're like, I can go back to sleep. And yeah. if she looks a little bit scared, you're like, oh crap. Yeah, it was that look. It was. That's exactly what it was. And so now I go, hmm. And uh, I look, I look in the other way, opposite of the hotel, and that's when I just noticed that the sky is lit up red. And I go, oh yeah, that's not cool. I I've got my wife. I've got two kids here. Uh, so I start. So I text my sister. I'm like, "Hey, so I can see red." You know, she's like, "Well, it's still a ways away." But I'm like, "Yeah, but from the sounds of it, it's moving pretty yeah. quickly." Um, so then I decide to go in and wake Aaron up, and I'm like, "Hey, here's the sitch." <laughs> so first of all, I'm sorry. I'm just, we have no gas. There's, so there's a fire. It's a long ways away. <laughs> However, we have no gas in our car, and then I can see the look on her face of just anger and disappointment <laughs> i'm just like i know i'm not angry i'm just disappointed just like greg and i'm like you don't have to say it i know i i know and so then i talked to the the and like the the people who owned the the blue iguana inn in ohio they were amazing so i said hey look here's the deal i've got kids i have no gas in my car i'm freaking out a little like if i leave to go get gas and our car breaks like if i don't make it back and we leave have to kids, leave yeah like I can't do that. So I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried that just if we need to go, we can't. And so they were like, well, we have an extra car that we just keep at our place. They're like, you can wow, have it. If you cool. need to leave, you can take the car. So then as this goes on, I start talking to Aaron. And then, it, you know, Aaron's like, I want to go. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. I, I And so then I have to have the conversation with them like, hey, I'm going to take your car. So, like, if you don't want me to do that, then we need to figure something else out. And so then they went and found a gas can that they use for, like, the lawnmowers. Yeah. They put, like, four or five gallons in the car. It went up to, like, 100 miles. I'm like, okay, great. Now we're fine. So we load the kids up, 
And uh, Aaron's like, I just want to go. And I said, okay, that's fine. I, me too. I don't really want to be here. I don't see any reason to. Mm-hmm. Oh, hi. Only has a couple ways in and out. And one of, yeah. you know, the fire's coming this way. So this is the first night that it starts. So we leave and uh, I know which way we need to go. And, and so we're driving and there's not really anyone on the road anymore. So I'm like, you know, maybe I, I, my thought was I'd rather overreact and everyone say, mm-hmm. hey, there was no reason for you to leave. Then be panicked and being like oh my god we gotta, we gotta get out of here and, and i'm scared and knowing there's been so many fires in the la area lately that it turns on a dime yeah. and the wind shifts and the wind's coming at 20 30 40 miles an hour and because i always thought oh you see a fire coming this when it's time you leave but there's there was no time in some of these cases there's people just standing in their in their swimming pool yeah like hiding from the fire for hours and hours because yeah. it just it just turned on a dime they had nowhere to go so i was like we i have nothing holding me here like I, i'm like i'm with you let's go so we go and we're driving and we get to the spot where we come around uh a corner and i can see that it's just all red like the sky is lit up red it's twelve thirty at night now and i stop the car in the middle of the road and i'm like crap like am i gonna drive around this corner and be in the middle of a am wild I driving fire? into it or, you know, and so I'm like, I don't know what to do at this point. And so, you know, and Aaron's really scared. And I'm like, hey, just yeah. like, let me think. Like, just give me. <coughs> like, I know. I'm like, it's got to be far away. Like, so I I pull. I go, we got to get out of here if we want to get out of here. Like, this is the way we go. So I went around the corner and I'm like, nothing. Okay, fine. So then the road goes away from it. And I go, then it comes back one more time. And then it oh. really takes away. So we cut back that one more time. And it's a, it's a, lit up a lot more. And Aaron's like, I can't, you know, she, and I'm like, this is the first time I've ever, I was like, I was genuinely scared. I'm like, I don't know what to do here. I have limited amount of gas. I know that if I go back to the town, the only other way is to go north and that goes through the national forest. And that's like an hour plus drive through the mountains. And there is no cities, no gas, no nothing. And people, if you've seen the pictures, it looks like Armageddon. Yeah. Like it looks like the movie, uh, this is the end or the end. It looks like that. Like it looks like, it looks like the end. Yeah. So. I pull over and like four cars go by us at this point. I go, you know what? We're just going to follow them. And so I go around the corner and that's when I can see the fire. And at that point I realize like it's a ways away. I'm not in any immediate danger, but the entire hillside is just engulfed in flames. And I was like, okay, we're fine. Like I knew we're safe, but then, so we go, so now we're driving and we have to figure out where we can get to a place that has power. And so we go to Santa Barbara, no power. Santa Barbara is 45 minutes away. No power. Have you had gotten gas yet? No, we're still on the gas that they gave us. The lawnmower gas. The lawnmower gas. <laughs> Which I wouldn't trust either. For <laughs> no, and I'm like, God, if there's oil in this, like, yeah. I'm in trouble. Um, so we get there. Santa Barbara, 45-minute drive, no gas. Next little town, no ga- no or no power. Next town, no power. Next, It's insane to be driving in L.A. at night, and there are no lights anywhere. That's very bizarre, yeah. So we drove for an hour and 15 minutes through and got to uh, a town called uh, Slovang. Very popular town. Awesome. But that's the first place we found that had power. Wow. And so we get there. Then I start checking Twitter all night. And from the time when it, that fire started, it was at like 9 to 12,000 12, acres burned. In the time from when we left until it, it had, they had estimated it went to 24,000 acres. <sighs> And then, so I started texting my sister at like four in the morning. I'm like, hey, that fire's really only about 10 miles away from you. Like that's, and, and they were saying that, that because of the winds that it was starting to move, um, it was starting to move at an acre every two minutes. Oh. And, uh, and so then 
I, I, I'm just worried. I think you guys should go because you don't want to wait. So they said, okay, well, we're going to figure it out. Then in the morning, like, they started to get a little bit more panicked. They have a yeah. friend, Herb, uh, one of uh, uh, my brother-in-law's friends is on the Ventura Fire Department. So he's like, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. Like, I mean, they were listening to him, which I get. But then in that morning, I'm like, they have two little kids too. And so they decided to leave at like 9 in the morning, and I sent you the video. Yeah, it's terrifying. And they have fire on two sides of them driving out of town and you can hear how scared they are and, yeah. and wanting to go see it's one it's one thing to leave a hotel it's another thing to leave your home your and house. not know if you're ever going to be yeah if, if it's ever going to be there again mm-hmm. wow it's insane like I, I i think i told you like if if anyone had said oh i was in that situation and then i left and then um you know we made it out you you don't think i would have been like oh okay well that you don't think about it. having actually just been there and i was not even as close as they were it's terrifying yeah um, there were people on, was reading reports of people on Twitter, um, that were like, they told us we had three hours until the fire would be here. And 25 minutes later, they ev- mandatorily evacuated us because wow. it was moving so fast. You know, you always, you always hear about fire and you always assume they're like way off in the woods and yeah. somewhere in Eastern Washington or, or Northern British Columbia. You, you don't think of it like this is in one of the most populated areas in the world. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like, this is in LA, yeah. <laughs> you know, like these fires are in LA. It's yeah. crazy. Like the earlier, the fires when I was there during a bye week in Burbank. Yeah. Yep. It was one of the biggest fires in the city, like ever. Yeah. This one it has just, now become the biggest one. Really? In history. Yeah. yeah. Just, and they went. So then that whole next day, they're saying, okay, now it is. It had went from like twelve thousand to thirty thousand acres, and then they said that the Santa Ana winds were going to kick up. It would be a steady thirty-five to forty mile an Ugh. hour wind with eighty mile an hour it's a gusts. Perfect storm, and dry. You know, just dry. Dry. Obviously. And so in that, then it went in one more day. It went from thirty thousand acres to ninety thousand acres. Jeez. The city of Ventura, like you were watching the videos. I mean, the city of Ventura caught on fire, like it was burning. And then they said that Ojai, where they live. Which, if you've never been there, it's a it's a really cool place, but it's only like a couple of miles long. It's not a big town at all. It was completely surrounded on all sides by fire on the hill, all the way around it. Like there, listening to the initial reports, the fire chief said they don't have a plan for Ojai yet, and if it hope they're basically just said hopefully it makes it through the night and then we can figure out how to attack it. But Ugh. right now we we can't do anything. The winds are too high. You're the, in the middle of it. We can't throw. We can't. We can't use helicopters. And it, yeah. So somehow, the majority of that city, like, was saved. Uh, like a miracle. It, complete miracle. They you, said that the whole city could. be I remember gone. that first night you texted me. You're like, "Yeah, we're getting out." And the second night, you're like, "They have 30 minutes before they lose their house." Yeah. They so and they were somehow survived that, house, and then again the next night, I think. Yeah, it picked back up. So that first that first night, I think they ended up with houses that were. I had, it was within three blocks of their house that burnt. Wow! Like that's so close. So, what, where what's the status of the fires right now? I so do they have any have most of it under control? Any of it under control? So I haven't checked in a day or so two. So heard. my sister, my sister is still not back at their house. Um, but they know it's there. It's there. The air quality is terrible. So they've they've gotten no high under control. Like they back burned. Like it ma- managed to make it through it. Now. The last I knew, they were evacuating the cities further to the northwest because the fire was spreading that way. And I and I actually haven't checked in the in the last day or so. I've been talking to my sister. So, so we were supposed to leave on Wednesday. <coughs> we ended up. I wasn't going to leave her 
not knowing if she had a house. She's got two young kids. So I'm like, I got it. We, we're going to stay here. So we got a place in uh, Slovang. Solvang? Is it Solvang or Slo- Solvang? And, uh, and they were super cool. So they, they like, everyone was so cool to people who were going through that. Like, so the whole town filled up, like, hotels, like, I'll lowered bet, their yeah. rates. Oh, that's um, cool. Uh, your restaurant stayed open later. Like, I mean, people were, re- you know, really helping each other out. Um, and that town was awesome. We actually had m- some of the most fun we had was in that town because it was super cool. Really? Everyone's in the same situation. It's like, so you would – have you been there? No. Dude, it is like Leavenworth but three times the size. Really? Yes. Like German or – I uh, uh, No. Well, Leavenworth's uh, very German, right? Well, it's, yeah, yeah. But no, no, no. I'm just saying it's like Swiss. Okay, cool. But uh, it has – there are probably 10 to 12 bars and breweries, and then there's like 20 wine-tasting places. Oh, yeah. And then tons of restaurants. Like, it was actually really cool. Like, I feel like Leavenworth's fun, but after a couple of days, there's not a lot more to I do. I love Leavenworth, but, yeah, it's, it kind of got that main drag there. And, and then that's it. After this that. This place has three full bl- – like, three, three blocks by, like, three blocks, all of cool shops and restaurants and – like it was, it, I don't know. It was, it was fun. We were there for four days, and I actually was like, this place I would come back to again. Really, that's cool. Um, so yeah. So now my sister. So I mean, just out of all this, I feel so like, and that's just my sister. I know there are so many other people who lost their homes. Oh. Um, she's got now both both of her kids are sick. Her her Nash, uh, the the youngest one, had to spend the night in the ER yesterday. <sighs> Um, cause he's got some sort of a chest infection, the air quality, they can't go home. Yeah. They, I guess yeah, I've even gotten from where we live in Sherman Oaks in the Valley. Yeah. We're getting, I'm getting uh, messages from like the gym I work out at and they're advising people not to come in cause the air quality is so bad even like, inside. Yeah. So yeah. So we moved. Yeah. So took that down there, then had to evacuate from the fires. Then my you know, it just, it's just, it's been an overwhelming last like four weeks. Yeah. You've been through a lot, big guy. Yeah. Well, I appreciate uh, you reaching out. You've actually been really, uh, really nice and just checking in. You know, I'm consider myself a nice guy. Just a big softy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anyone. Christ. I won't. I won't. Don't so yeah. So that was kind of a. So you know, it, for why what's going on? We had the you know kind of schedule was a little different with the NFL. Then I had this, and then and then this, and and so it's just been it's kind of put us behind. Yeah. We're still doing the show. It's just now we're everything's kind of. Back We're not the off place. the air. We haven't been kicked we off the been, air. We haven't been canceled. Oh, the Seahawks wish we would just go away. <laughs> Stop sending them this. Oh, so yeah. So that was uh that was kind wow. of it. And then we got back on uh, on Saturday, and then uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, man, just a lot. It is. It uh, just you know added on top of everything that happened to your father and everything. That's yeah, it's a it's a rough month for your it, family. It is. It's just. It, I don't know that I've ever felt so emotionally drained. Yeah. Yeah, I'll bet. So, but everyone is alive and okay, and that yeah. is, um, you know, that's that's the 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 best you know thing out of it is 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 it's maybe some hardships and things, but I mean, you're gonna be okay. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah, How about, yeah, heavy opening, heavy opening. It's, uh, it's, no, it's not that you know. So, but then we got back, and then we got to come to your Christmas party. The Ryan family annual Christmas party. Yep. It's a major blowout. It's awesome. My buddy Rod, Rod Marr, he always listens. He always said, Rod's in his early 50s. Is he really? Yeah, and he looks great. He 
yeah, never would have. Yeah, that. but he always says he loves coming to my Christmas party because he's the youngest person there. <laughs> 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 that's that's an idea of well, who my friends are in Seattle. So this is the <laughs> I can't remember if this is the third or fourth one I came to. Yeah, I don't. But I the first time I came, I was like, "What is going on?" Like I I think I told you I was like, "I don't know what to expect." I go, you know, is it going to be like the whole team's here and and like it's you know I'm like I don't know what kind of event this is. And then the first I thought the same thing the first time I came, and I was like, I'm like, no, this is just a bunch of normal, really awesome people, but it's not the youngest crowd. It's not the youngest crowd. No. I, I I surround myself with good people. Yeah. Uh, I work with a lot of great guys every day. Yeah. And when I leave work, I leave them there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring them home with me. So most of my friends from Seattle, not most, but there it's a, a little bit older crowd. You would just... I think it's a mix of everything, to be honest. It absolutely You know, is. I have friends uh, like yourself, our age, and then I have friends that are 70... Yeah, eighty, sixties, fifties. It's pretty. It's a pretty wide variety of crowd, and it's all good people. They're and all, every time, all these people, all these people, they didn't know each other before. Nope. Me. Yep. And then I started having these these parties and stuff, Christmas parties every year, and it's just a bunch of people that know each other. And now a lot of them are friends. A lot of them are friends like outside of me. Yeah. Now, like they yep. hang out all the time. It's 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 been cool. It is awesome. And like even for and then there's those people that you like just know that you're gonna see at the party. So like it's just like you're like now. It, what I do like though is is it's a pretty exclusive club. It doesn't grow very no, much no, year to it's year. It's right around twenty. Right, it, it, it's right around twenty every year. But it's like it's the same people. So it's like it's not. You're not going to walk in and not know anyone. No. You're going to know almost everyone there. It's a small club. Yeah. Keep my friends close. My enemies far away. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that saying goes, right? Yeah, it is. I've never understood that. I don't Keep either. your friends close, your enemies closer. What a Life that sounds miserable. What a terrible life you live. What? All the people I hate, I keep them real close. Really close. Real close. Do you like sardines? Nope. Eat them every day. <laughs> I love pizza, but I keep it at arm length. <laughs> what, what kind of plan is that? You sound like a. D yeah. Huh. What else do you have on the old docket to talk about today, Greg? Um. Okay, so we were going to talk about this last time, and uh, we didn't get to it. Uh. So. Do you – well, I mean, so I, I had it on my mind because I was wearing a hat, and you – and I happened – you I showed up, and you were actually wearing a hat. Yeah. But do you ever feel like you're getting too old to wear a hat? I don't know. Here, here. Sometimes, maybe. But then I also, like, work in a very young person's mm -hmm. environment. Yeah. You know, I think part of that kind of keeps me young. Not that I'm old people, but I'm saying – I work in an environment with millennials who... Do you consider yourself a millennial? No, we've No, not at all. Yeah, no. 1981, not, it's not millennial. No. So they're from a different era. Yeah. You know, like when I started playing pro football, I, all the guys were born in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. And now all the guys are born in the... Almost all of them in the 90s. Or the... Or the 2000s. It's getting close. It's getting close. Right? Yeah, yeah it's getting close. Quite. I mean, it's... it's Three it's or four years there. away. So I feel like I, I kind of like am in that younger environment. So like if I wear a hat, I'm not out of place. But I feel like, you know, wearing like that high, that new era, like snapback, high dome hat doesn't feel comfortable anymore. Like I kind of got to wear like a dad hat. Yeah. So and I'm right in I'm right in that mix because I was like, I went to go put on a hat the other day and I was just like. I don't feel like I can wear a flat bill anymore. Like a yeah. couple of years ago, I'm like, I can pull this off. Now I look in the mirror, I'm like, I'm an old dad. Like, I can't do this anymore. 
Yeah, I don't know. So I love I love hats and I do too. I when I grew up, my about oh man, it was a while ago now. It was seven or eight years ago that I grew up my hair, and people still act like it was last night. <laughs> I grew up my hair for charity. Yeah, and it was getting so long and gross. I hated it so much that I wore. I had I bet you I have a hundred hats upstairs. Like I wore a different hat every day. Yeah, just to to cover up the disgustingness that was my head. But now all those hats are sit there. But then I kind of haven't worn a hat for a long time. But then when I became one of the owners of the Portland Pickles, <laughs> just spilt my beer. Yeah, sure did. <laughs> and the Gresham Gray Wolves. Wait, what? I bought another baseball team. What? Yeah. How did you? Okay. We'll finish I the hat dress. conversation okay. and we'll get back then to that. We, we started ordering these really cool new era hats. Like we have all these new era hats and they're really cool. And now I like to like wear those, and it's kind of like advertising as well. Yeah. So then I started kind of wearing those, but I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of caught in between, like you. Can you can you wear a hat backwards? Yes. Now, because I used to always wear my hat backwards. Always. I like the, the pro fit with yep. the MLB logo in the back. Whatever. Yep. Wear it backwards. Now I'm like, I don't know. Do I look like that? Like, so my wife. Do Aaron, I look like that guy that I used to make fun of that yes. was too old to wear that hat, but he's wearing that hat? That's, like, where's your skateboard, dude? Yep. That's my fear. Erin says she likes it when I wear a hat. Okay, I'm, talk I for a little bit because I have to get clean up this beer I just spilled. <laughs> he definitely just spilled. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I saved it. I barely lost the neck. You did. You it was that? so close. It um, hit that chair even over there. That was a good shot. Um, yeah, so I just feel like I uh, – some of like my uh, choices in wardrobe and like especially hats is really like – been limited i feel like i have to wear it forward yeah and then the, the, you said the flat brim i used thing. to like the flat but i just can't do I it can't i can't rock old. that either i feel like i'm like about to like go skateboarding or something yeah i can't do that either just like getting it's getting old getting oh, no but even like clothing like do you feel like there's certain things you can't wear clothing wise oh, yeah. anymore absolutely really? yep so i feel like sometimes the guys at work are like dude i can't believe you're wearing that i'm like dude i'm 36 years old yeah I'm not wearing freaking Abercrombie and Fitch, whatever you wear. Yeah. Is that what the kids wear? I don't know. I don't know. I think it is. I think it's, I think it's hip. Uh, yeah, but like I, I use, I'm like, I know at this point in my life, I can't wear like a Hurley t-shirt anymore. Right. I just can't. Yeah. I'm just too old. I put that to the side. Yeah. But like, uh, you know, I still, I'll still wear like hooded sweatshirts and that. I don't know. We're I just stuck, feel like we're as stuck you in a weird period of our lives, bud. We are, man. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm, like, two years away from just real solid uh, khaki shorts yeah. and uh, some sort of a leather sandal. Oh, absolutely. And, With uh, a white sock. And I'll go back, <laughs> I'll go back into, uh, I'll go back to hats, but they'll be, like, visors. Like, right. I'm definitely yeah. bringing visors. Like, I can't oh. wait to be old enough to embarrass Scarlett. Like, when oh, she's old yeah. enough, because I'm, I'm really going to do that. Absolutely. That's like a rite of passage. It is. Just to be the embarrassing dad. I, I, I will, I will do that. I love it. Whoa, I just saw an advertisement on my computer <laughs> that Home Alone is having its 25th anniversary. Home Alone 2. Ew. 25 years? Home Alone 2? Does that mean it would have came out? Yeah, it would have came out when we were born in 11. Wait, Home Alone 2? Home Alone 2 is having their 25th anniversary. Is that the one where he goes to New York? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> lost in New York. Okay. It wasn't, wasn't enough to get lost the Christmas before. <laughs> left at home alone like, i feel like it, at that at that point like your parents should be arrested 
Like, there's no way CPS is not getting CPS involved. CPS needs to step in at that yeah. point and be like, hey, like... Oh, really? We're doing this, we're doing this again? Two holiday seasons in a <laughs> row, you left your kid... Well, now that the kid's alone in New York, we have to step in. This is unacceptable. Oh, man. That, uh... That, have you seen the previews for The Disaster Artist? No. Okay. I'm, I'm going to look it up here. No, it looks awesome. It is based on this movie called The Room, and... Apparently oh, it's, it's based on that movie. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's considered like the worst movie ever made, and the guy who made Something it to hang your hat on is super super weird. Like it, it's it, but it's like one of those movies that's so bad that it like has a cult following. Like it just is. They do screenings of it, and so one of the guys who is the his friend and helped him make the movie wrote a book called The Disaster Artist, and James Franco bought it because he just thought it was genius and so now he has made a movie about them making that movie really yeah and i guess it's been getting like really good reviews i started watching interviews on it and i'm like i'm fascinated so one i want to see the room really bad because i guess it is it is awful 2003 3.6 out of 10 stars and i think some of those reviews came like as the movie started to become more ironic Iron. okay um james franco and seth rogan they just do everything together yeah yeah, Seth Rogen's in this movie. Yeah. Funny or annoying? Seth Rogen? Yeah. Uh, depends. Yeah. Like, uh, Knocked Up, I thought he was really funny. Yeah. That cackly ass. <laughs> so do you think I sound like him? Not at all. When I drink, I get it. I, I, I have never been told I sound like someone, but any time I have a couple of beers, almost every night I, someone will stop and be like, you sound like uh, like Seth Rogen. No. I, I've I've seen you drunk several times. I've never thought that. Thank God. All right. I I always said at least I don't laugh like him because his laugh is. Zac Efron's in it. Lo I love Zac Efron. Zac Efron's in it. Yeah. Are you sure it's not Dave Franco? Uh, Dave Franco's also in it. Oh, okay. He's like the. Aren't, the don't, lead. Don't, aren't those two like carbon copies of each other? Uh, Zac Efron's way hotter. <laughs> <laughs> way more ripped up. Team Zac. Yeah, <laughs> Team Zac. Team Zac. Uh. Is there any other like? Do you, are there any movies that you love that are like so bad that you that you love? Um, I don't know. I think like, I like probably, good, like, by, but I mean genuinely like a bad movie. I don't people, know. Like I think there, there's like there's some movies I've watched as a kid that now I wonder like if I watch that back would it be as good as like Mighty Ducks? Yeah. Now I watched the Mighty Ducks, Mighty Ducks two hundred times. We thought it was the greatest movie ever made. Now I'm like, if I watch it, is it gonna hold up, dude? Like I thought in high school, I thought Varsity Blues, like Varsity Blues, came out in nineteen ninety nine. Still good. No, it's still it? good. Yes. And it was right before like nineteen ninety nine was my senior year of high school. It was right before like we wanted to be Varsity you, Blues. That you couldn't so have we, been more amped up. And so we lived our lives like we were on Varsity Blues, and then we like we won the state provincial championship and everything. Like we thought we were them. That is awesome. Like, even like even like who our, were you? Who were you in that movie? Um, you were tweeter. I was kind of like a Wendell Young type guy, you know, the, the running back. You were tweeter. I was kind of a tweeter. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. But we would even, like, they would say stuff, like, in their... Terry was uh, tweeter. Terry, Terry was uh, Billy Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Who passed away. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Well, put a damper on it. Yeah. Yeah, really? Way to just... Yeah. Huh. <laughs> no, but I, I, can't, I can't think of any movies, like, I really... I think of movies that... One of the most famous movies, I think, was Showgirls. Yeah. 
that I think was really bad movie and people it's kind of has like a cult following yeah. where people love it but I think partially just because like there's nudity in it and people like that well yeah that's definitely part of it guys like that it was that girl from Save by the Bell so Mighty Ducks you were saying does uh, it hold up have you when was like when have you watched that any time not not in at least 15 okay so I I would say plus a, years probably about eight, nine, nine, ten years ago Gordon Bombay uh, I had a couple of buddies and uh, we're at a friend's house, and that movie comes on. And I remember just being so kind of like, just singularly focused on that movie. And all of a sudden, like watching it, I'm like, dude, this movie is way deeper than I <laughs> than I ever than I ever. Knew. Gordon Bombay really cares for these no, kids. Like it was the. And I remember like just watching it, and I was like, and and my buddy was over there, and and he said something. I'm like, oh, you're still awake? And he goes, yeah. I'm like. Dude, is this as intense as I think? He's like, it's so intense. <laughs> it was hysterical. Like I just now I remember that movie. Just thinking, I'm like, dude, I miss this. This level or movie is so deep. Our last home game, John Reed yeah. wore a Mighty Ducks jersey. Not like uh, Anaheim Mighty Ducks, but like District Five, the green. That is the amazing. Original like Banks jersey. To our guest, I was, I, I'm like, dude, where'd you get that jersey from? It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that is super. And he told cool. me, and now I forget. No, well, great. So I guess I'm not gonna buy that. Uh, think. Speaking of bad movies, I don't know if I ever told you this. Uh, really, really fun. If you drinking game that I invented in the 20s, or in in my 20s, in your 20s, not in. We the weren't. 20s. We're not that old. Uh, we played the. Uh, Chuck Norris dr- movie drinking game? Yeah, what's that? Uh, did you ever see the movie Sidekicks when you were a kid? I remember it. So I remembered watching it. I don't remember it. But so we uh, we rented this movie. One drink anytime you laugh at how bad the movie is. <laughs> Two drinks anytime he kills somebody. Three drinks anytime a roundhouse kick is thrown. Nice. Amazing game. And you're just play it, and you you're welcome. And you can do it with any Chuck Norris movie. You know, when you think of like Chuck Norris, like is he like ironically famous? Yes. Yes. How many other people can you think of that are like that? Ironically famous. Yeah. Like like like. And how do they feel? David Hasselhoff. Yeah. That could kind of be one too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it'd be. I don't. Do you just do you just like go for it? Vanilla Ice. Yeah. MC Hammer. Like, you just, like, whatever, screw it, I'm rich because I'm... I'm sure... Well, it's really funny that you said that, because going back to what we talked about... Millie the disaster, Vanilli. The disaster artist, that's what that guy struggles with a lot. Like, he goes to these screenings and stuff, yeah. but he also knows that he gets made fun of a lot. Yeah. It'd be weird. I don't know. It would be weird. I always think it'd be weird to be, like, a famous impersonator. Oh, yeah. Or even just an impersonator at all, like, that made a living out of that. Your whole identity is wrapped up in... Being someone else. Being someone else. Yeah. Like, I've seen shows like MTV or whatever, I don't know, but there's, like, Britney Spears and personalities who get, like, stopped for autographs. It's like, and they, and they do it. It's like, that's weird. It is weird. I don't yeah. know. I'd do it. There was, did you ever see that? There's a new documentary on uh, Netflix that is talking about uh, when Jim Carrey did The Man on the Moon. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yes. Amazing, right? But Jim that, and Andy or something Jim like that? Jim and Andy, yeah. yeah. Where he became, basically just decided to become Andy Kaufman for the whole... It's just fascinating to how that came out like 20 years after. Like, they wouldn't even let him release the material because yeah. it was just like, everyone's like, he's going to be... Everyone's going to think he's such a jerk. Yeah. I thought that was of... pretty pretty genius. But you could tell even him, it took a lot out of him doing oh, it too. Oh, I can't imagine. 
He he basically made himself into someone else. Like he uh, what Which do you call it? Uh, like Heath Ledger. Uh, an actor. Uh, method actor. Method actor. Yeah. And he just fell into this role, and he was just like Andy Kaufman or the other guy that Andy Kaufman. Uh, that guy. Yeah, that the would fake be... Andy Kaufman. So he <laughs> yeah. was playing Andy Kaufman playing someone else, and that was just like him. Yeah. And he like dove in like he was just like a. But the, but he like, never broke character for no. the whole for three plus months. God. That's like what they talked about though with like Heath Ledger. What they talked about where I remember there was some interview I think where Danny DeVito talked to Heath Ledger. Like Danny DeVito, when I think of Danny DeVito's Joker, I never don't, I don't think of it as a dark character. Yeah. But Danny DeVito told Heath Ledger like, "Be careful when you do this going character, in. Yeah. because if you go to like this is a like it can really mess. With. It's weird to think about that. Like you think of like some people think of actors like it's not a thing, but like sometimes you 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 open yourself up to this whole other thing and like. It's it's got to be really mentally exhausting. I can't imagine. Yeah. The whole the whole the whole method acting thing's a little weird. To it me. is. It's it really is. I don't know about that. Well, it's I mean, good. I've been acting like an NFL punter for twelve years. <laughs> <laughs> Some days I wonder. Oh, the uh, the oh, you said something else that just reminded me of. Uh, it wasn't from Jim and Andy. Now I'm rambling on the air. Quick, jump that's, in. That's what we've been doing for the last two years. That's a good point. Ah, what did you just say? Uh, I don't know. I don't either. Do you ever just put your face like right in this thing? It's kind of fun. Yeah, I didn't realize. <laughs> you really dig your face into it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're talking about movies. Yeah, Do you, I have, don't do you know. have any Christmas movies? I love Home Alone. Home Alone's good. I haven't uh, watched it yet this year. I, uh, I, I actually now, in my mix now, especially with kids, is Elf. Yeah, Elf is good. I think Elf's solid. Elf is good. Um, also, of course, uh, National Lampoon's. Oh, that's like that's like my go-to. Like that's like Christmas Eve, like the yep. last one before. Do you what? Do you like that? Is do you, I mean? Obviously, is there anything you like more than Christmas Story? Um, Christmas Story is. I like. I have a. 50, do you watch that every year? Yeah, I have yeah. an official fifty-inch leg lamp <laughs> so that was delivered in a wooden crate. I know from. The Christmas Story house in Cleveland that sits in my front window. Like, I mean, it it really is. It's the real deal. And it's so funny because half the people are like, "That is amazing," yep. and half the people are like, "I don't get it. <laughs> Why do you have a leg lamp in your window? I don't, what does that mean?" I'm like, oh, "I'm just a, a pervert." Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about me it. and the old man. <laughs> Ralphie's dad. Uh, but um, bad Santa. Yeah, it's one of my all-time favorite. I, I can watch that twelve months of the year. Like I, I love that movie. Did you see? Well, you told me what did you think of two? So I was so pumped they're coming with part two because yeah. I was like, just basically do the same movie, but just do it like in a different department store in a different yeah. year. You yeah. know, I will kill myself laughing. <laughs> and Sarah knows how much I love it, so she got me like tickets for like the afternoon that it came out. Like she like picked me up at work, and we went like straight to the theater. Yeah. And it was awful. Yeah. It was awful. It's kind of like how I felt Even about after it. we snuck in all the alcohol, it was still awful. So I felt that didn't even Dumb and Dumber 2. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't a, even finish that it. That was the last movie I turned off. I, yeah, I didn't finish it either. It was like that same like slapstick humor that worked the first time was mm -hmm. just like, uh-uh, it yep. didn't work anymore. You can, I don't think you can remake, or not remake a movie, but uh, do a sequel 20 years later. No. I don't know if it's ever worked. No, because the... the well, one, it's like... It's funny because I still think Dumb and Dumber is funny. I would oh, watch absolutely. Dumb and Dumber, yeah. but because it, I don't know if it's just because it triggers that part of my brain when right. I was fourteen when it came out, or you know, because now if I see a movie like that, I probably just think it's dumb. That's what that's what that, that's very interesting because when Anchorman, I loved Anchorman, yep. 
And then when Anchorman 2 came out, someone's like, something happened. And we're like, that's ridiculous. How could you laugh at that? I'm like, in part one, the dog talks to him and everyone thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's yeah. so funny. I'm like, so now you think this is too ridiculous? Yeah. Like, I don't think you do. I think it just triggered something that because it just when it hit 15 you because years it was ago, 20 either. years ago. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I, I don't either. Because Zoolander 2 was the same. It same wasn't way, good. Exact same way. And I, so I started that. I haven't finished that. Yeah. Because you get excited when you hear about it. You're like, oh, they're going to do it. And then you're like, never mind. Yeah. You're so excited. Oh, like I think t- of, I remember what it was. Please tell me. Please tell me you're watching the challenge. Pros versus. No. Did you see? T.O. was on it. Oh, really? T.O. Was on it? T.O. and C.T. got into it. Really? It was Amazing, Tio. Tio is still jacked. Jacked. F. But he was also A F. He was being say. he was being a bit of a punk, and CT didn't back down from him. I love it. I and love CT it. was like, and CT actually, if you like, he's been kind of more mellow, but he he like he wasn't backing down. And he kept saying stuff, and then he said something where they went back and forth, and and he was insulting CT, and he basically was like, he goes, "We know why you're here." And he's like, and why is that? And he's like, because you need the money. He's like, oh, do I? And he's like, yeah, because because you lost forty five million dollars. And everyone went like, oh, topics you don't talk about. Got like for real. And that's then like every like I was like, damn, I'm for real gonna fight. Did they? No, they but Tio quit the show. Tio quit. Oh really? He that doesn't surprise me. He's like, I quit. It seems like the it seems like the people that aren't celebrities have more at stake. Hmm. I don't know why. But I'm whatever. Yeah, I don't uh, know. but I it's good. It's good so far. Yeah, huh. I liked it. I liked it. Interesting. Yeah, but still my show. I still like the challenge. It comes and goes for me. Oh, what I'm watching right now. Remember Jersey Shore? Yeah. Now, oh, you have not watched that. Is it good? Amazing. No. Is yeah. It really? And you know what it is though? It's called Floribama Shore. And all it is, you know, um, the real world is completely different now. Yeah. It's like they've changed it where it's just like, oh, and then all of a sudden, like, living behind the wall is 12 of your exes or something. You know? <laughs> it's always ridiculous. Like, I was so pumped to watch the Seattle one, and then it was like, it was so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was like, if they tried to turn into a game, this is just exactly like the real world used to be. Just partying. Partying. It's just whatever it is. Eight people, six people living in a house together. And they have it like a, like a, a stupid. They, their job is like putting like beach towels on people's chairs on the beach. Like it's like a completely yeah. BS job. <laughs> it's exactly like the real world used to be when I loved it. Is it really good? I think. It's, I mean, you're gonna laugh at me, people, but I, I love it. You know, I'm gonna. I'm on your side. I love I'm it. right there just with you. Like I like I miss that old world. The the real world how it used to be. Just like a, like eight people that are all messed up in the head. They live together. They fight all the time. And they get drunk every night. And they give them a cushy job that's fake. Yeah. And then they change it into all these games and all this. Did you did you see that they're doing a Jersey Shore reunion? Yeah, so it's probably gonna be bad. Yeah, it will. It'll be terrible. It's funny how those people have money. Yeah. Except for I think I think the situation kind of is like about to go to jail or something. Yeah, he definitely is. Or if he's not already, I don't know. We all saw that coming. I feel like he was a little bit too old to be not too old, but older than the other people that were on the show. He was. I shouldn't say too old. He was the guy that was way younger than me. He was the he was the one that was like wearing the hat. They're like, yeah, you probably shouldn't. Yeah, the airbrushed trucker hat might not be really your style anymore, bub. I just all like the wife beater with the the, the airbrushed yeah. trucker hat. It's oh. like, oh, I don't know. He slammed his head into a brick wall. <laughs> Great six pack. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I think we're about any. You gotta. I gotta. You gotta rant or a rave. No, my rave is the. Uh, 
all of the men and women in the fire department. Oh hey, dude! It the the going through that and just seeing how, what those people like act when that when a situation like that comes up and they're willing to put themselves in. Like yeah, there's this my God. picture of everyone fleeing one way and the and the engines driving the other. Um, it's it's just amazing. Yeah. they're just. It, it's just you know I'm thankful that all those people helped my sister and and every other family down there. So yeah. that, I just it's amazing. My rave is all first responders. Try <laughs> 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 to one up you on everything you say. I'll you go first and then I'll okay. go next. Oh, that's really funny. No, that's a, that's a definitely definitely a good one. All right, well we're uh, I think unless anything else, free, hopefully if we're back next week, that means everything good is it's good. If we're not back next week, that means something else terrible has happened to me. Yeah. So let's, let's, well, hopefully we're back. Next uh, follow us on Twitter at Kick It With J and G, and on Facebook Kicking It With John and Greg. Uh, yeah. Peace out, homies. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> <laughs>